Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, all around the leagues, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Searching for players? Searching for clubs? Find players and clubs near you right now on MatchHark. Playing football could never be easier. Download MatchHark on Google Play or visit our website at matchhark.com. Truly a great match. MatchHark. Keep it simple. Get down to play today. The UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Hello and welcome to the Barnet Sunday League portion of the South Podcast. In our Premier Division, heavy hitters 4, Mehmet Chik, Galata 0, Park Rolls 1, the Rongans 0 and Zaza 0, AFC Oakwood 1. Into the Championship, AFTV 5, Panathinaikos 1. RT United 2, Northwest Wednesday 9, and in my game of the week, London Wednesday 3, Olympia 7. I did go for a high-scoring game here. I went for a 4-2 win for Olympia. I'm not surprised by this crazy scoreline. I thought both teams you know, had the ability to score a lot of goals in this game, and Olympia seemed to have won the shootout here by 7 goals to 3. In Division 1, Kadaris Town 2, Komi Kabir and in my game of the week, Torriano 2, Mill Hill Club the Football 2. I went for a 3-2 win for Mill Hill Club the Football. Um, they have been involved in a couple of tight games. They've had some good wins, but they had a couple of tight games recently. I thought they'd just, you know, win this game against Torriano, who had been on the back of a couple of disappointing games. But Torriano getting back, you know, to not losing ways, grabbing a point against Mill Hill Club the Football. In Division 2, Powerhouse 3, Anatolians 1, and Sopranos 3, AFC Oakwood 2. Into Division 3, Fireside 4, Whetstone FC 1, North London Colts 2, South Top United 12, and Ammonia Youth 3, Shentry Athletic 0. In Division 4, Arnus Rangers 3, Barnet Salsa 3, Camden FC 2, Nissi 8, Underdogs 10, London Orient 1. And in my game of the week, AFC Muswell Hill 4, Tulfik 0. I actually went for 4-1 win for AFC Muswell Hill. They've been playing really well recently. They've got a very dangerous attack as well. They proved too much on the day for Tulfik. In Division 5, Armenian Youth Association 4, New Barnet 2. In Division 6, EFNS 6, Radlett Town 4, AFC Oakwood 3rd. 2 Atletico Grammar 4 and Berylix for 2 Pantera 1 into the cup action now in the London Sunday Trophy AFC Edmonton 1 Panda 4 Galhornsey 4 Locomotive Thunder 2 Oakwood 8 Northumberland Pot Rangers 0 Boundary Estate 0 Horizon 1 Broccoli Athletic 5 Highgate Albion 3rd 3 Brotherhood 5 NLO 4 Four, Future Legends 1, Highgate Alpine Reserve 2, and Peckham's 4, 4, FC Cricklewood 2. In the London Sunday Junior Cup, Sloan Sunday 7, North London Panthers 1, Hackney Wednesday 3, Highgate Albion 4, 2, London Atletico 5, Made of Via 4. In the Middlesex Intermediate Cup, Enfield United 2, Gospel Oak 1, Hanworth Sports 5, AC Finchley 0, 
North London Athletic 6, Interbrook 1, Trent Park 3, AFC Grove 2. We unfortunately fell to a 6-1 defeat to Court Park United. Um, very organised team, um, to be honest. And uh, they applied themselves better than us. You know, the warm-up was better from them. The intensity was better from them. And, you know, we can't really, you know, disagree with the result. Uh, they were a better team on the day and uh, really deserved the victory. Into the Middlesex Junior Trophy, Millwall Club to Football 2nd 2, AFC Rosa 5, Camden Town Athletic 2, Interman Razor 24-10, Coniac Athletic 3, Harrow St. Mary's Reserves 0, Enfield Albion 3, Elite Football Club Seniors 3, Enfield uh, Albion advancing on penalties, Forest United 1, NLR 8, and Roman reported three Northwest Wolves two. So looking forward to the fixtures in the Premier Division. There's only one game. It's the Bandits taking on Gal All Stars in our game of the week. The Bandits haven't been seen for a while and must be laying low. Um, they take on Gal All Stars. We've had a couple of decent results, but these two teams towards the bottom of the table. We go for a two-all draw here. Into the championship, Northwest Wanderers take on Highgate Albion Reserves, Panathinaikos face Panda, and Gower Hornsey take on AFTV. We go all the way down to Div 5 now as Coney Hatch Athletic take on North London Panthers in the only game in the division. And in Division 6, Atletico Grandma take on Interman Razor 24, Mill Club to Football 2nd take on Borillic Sport, Camden Town take on EFNS and Radlett Town take on AFC Rosa into the cup action now in the Roger Jones Senior Challenge Cup AC Finchley take on Brotherhood Cozzy AFC Muswell Hill take on Fireside Armenian Youth Association take on AFC Edmonton Highgate Albion Thirds take on New Barnet Highgate Albion Fourths take on North London Athletic North London Colts take on FC Crickwood Peckham Sport Face Locomotive Thunder Gentry take on AFC Rose, Sopranos take on Underdogs, Torfic take on Anatolians, Whetstone FC take on Arnus Rangers, Trent Park face Kadara's Town, AFC Oakwood Reserves take on Barnet Salsa, Northwest Wolves face Torriano, Pantera take on Comi Kabir, Nissi take on London Orient, uh, AFC Oakwood Thirds take on NLR, Camden FC take on Enfield Albion, Powerhouse FC take on North Atletico and Southport United face Enfield United. In the Premier Cup, AFC Oakwood take on RT United and Horizon face Park Rolls. In the London Sunday Challenge Cup, Beatty's squad take on Zaza. Hendon United take on Mehmet Shikgalata. The Wrongans take on Highgate Albion in the all Barnet League affair. Olympia take on London All-Stars. And heavy hitters take on El Valiente. In the London Sunday Junior Cup, 11-11 take on Edmonton Rovers. And in the Middlesex Sunday Intermediate Cup, Mill Club to Football take on Continental. Join us next week where we'll have the results and fixtures from the Barnet League. The last of our results from Sunday comes from Division 4. So first up, we have Burbeck Orient, who faced off against FC Mundial. 
FC Mundaya was up 3-1 at half-time. And Burbeck Orient come out, made something happen, and they managed to get the three points by beating FC Mundial for free. Next up, we have Bebo Badgers, who faced off against Limore Gardens. Limore Gardens were victorious once again. They've had a good start to the season. And they beat Bow Badgers 5-4, so that's three points to Limore Gardens. Community Road next, who faced off against Maynell. Community Road were up at half-time, 1-0. Fortunately, Maynell couldn't do anything in the second half. Community Road got the three points by beating Maynell 2-0. Next up, great result for East London this week against Gorillas FC. East London were up 2-0 at half-time, managed to bag another seven goals in the second half, making it a 9-1 victory to East London and a well-deserved three points. Next up, South London Sharks faced off against London Jaguars. At half-time, it was one all. So I can imagine the team talks at half-time, telling both teams they needed to do something. And it was London Jaguars who did and were victorious with a 4-2 win. So that's three points for London Jaguars. Lastly, in Division 4, we have the Gun FC 2, who faced off against Football Club 22. A bit of a mouthful, but anyway... The Gun FC2 were victorious, 5-2. So that's another three points for the Gun FC. And that's it for the results from Sunday. Next up, fixtures for next week. Next up is Division 3. So firstly, CSM London Reserves faced off against Bow Badgers. 0-0 at half-time, so no goals for either team. Second half, CSM London Reserves come out all guns blazing. Got the three points by beating Bow Badgers 4-2. Next up, we have Fish Island, who faced off against FC Carpety. Again, 0-0 at half-time. Both teams managed to get a goal in the second half, making it a one-all draw. So one point each. Good luck next week for both teams. Another draw in Division 3 against Millfields and Delta. So Millfields were up 2-1 at half-time. Delta just managed to get another goal, but unfortunately couldn't get the three points. At least it's not a loss. Point for each team with a two-all draw for Millfields and Delta. Lastly, in our league results from Sunday, Division 3 is Wojak Sunday versus Victoria Park Football Club. Wojak Sunday were 3-0 up at half-time. Victoria Park did manage to get another two in the second half, but unfortunately so did Wojak Sunday. And that was the result, 5-2. Well done, Wojak. Three points on the board for you guys. Some more County Cup updates now for Division 3. So we see Wenlock Arms face off against Earls Mead first. Unfortunately, Earls Mead first managed to get the victory 2-0. So unfortunately, Wenlock are out of the cup now. But well done for getting as far as what you did. Then lastly, we have Docklands, who were due to face Bruce Castle Rovers. Last minute, Bruce Castle Rovers said that they couldn't fill the team. So Docklands are into the next round with a home walkover. So good luck, Docklands. Rep it for Hackney and Leighton. Next up, Division 1. So we have, starting off, Hakwenyi Tech Tree FC faced off against Azteca. Azteca are a bit of a... Slowish start to the season, 
and they come out all guns blazing this Sunday. So as Tekka were 3-0 up at half-time, unfortunately Hakwenyi couldn't get any goals in the back of the net. And Azteca were victorious with a 5-0 win. Next up, we have Lucia All-Stars who faced off against Mateo. Unfortunately, Lucia All-Stars just couldn't get the team out. I think it had a little bit to do with the rain as it was hammering it down. Loads of messages saying, are the game still going ahead? But as everyone knows, Hackney Marshes was built for that weather and no games get called off due to weather. So, yep. Easy three points for Mateo. Like I said, not a lover of forfeits, but what can you do? It happens. Players don't want to play. Unlucky for Lucia All-Stars, but an easy win for Mateo. Next up, Navarino faced off against Hackney Spartans. Now, I know there's rivalry between these two teams with managers slipping over and players slipping between the two. That the interesting game. So Navarino were 1-0 up at half-time. Hackney Spartans come out in the second half, managed to get a goal. But unfortunately, Navarino managed to get another two, giving them the three points with a 3-1 victory. So that was 3-1 to Navarino. Next up, we have Stoke Newton FC, who faced off against CSM London. 0-0 at half-time, so I can imagine not really much happened in the first half. Second half to Seemed to be quite exciting as CSM managed to get the victory with a 2-1 win. So that's three points for CSM London. Commiserations to Stoke Newton. That's it for the league fixtures for that week. But we had Boundary Estate in the London Sunday Trophy Cup who faced off against Horizon FC. Unfortunately, Boundary are now out of that cup as Horizon were victorious with a 1-0 result. Unlucky boundary, but we go again in the league. Well done for getting as far as you did. Our last team in Division 1 that was in County Cup was North East Lions, and they were away to Northern Eagles FC Reds. North East Lions were victorious. They go through to the next round of the Cup by beating Northern Eagles 3-2. Good luck in the next round, North East Lions. And like I said, I'll update you all in this segment of the Selk Podcast about how our teams are getting on in County Cup. So, fixtures for the 30th, which is next Sunday. Going to do the running order a little bit different this time. I'm going to start off with Division 4 instead of always starting off with a Prem Division. So, first off, we have Burbeck Orient, who will face Maynell. Community Road, who will face B. Bow Badgers. Limor Gardens will face Gorillas FC. South London Sharks will face East London. The Gun FC2 will face London Jaguars. And then we have FC Mundial who will face Football Club 22 in the next round of the Dickie Davis Cup. Division 3 now. So we have Bow Badgers first who will face Millfields FC. Docklands FC who will face the Wenlock. FC Wood Green who will face Island, Victoria Park Football Club who will face Delta Athletic, FC Carpety will face Wojak Sunday in the next round of the Dickie Davis Cup and then we have a rescheduled County Cup game that was meant to be played last week but due to pitch availability couldn't happen so it, we will see a Lever 11 face off against Edmonton Rovers in the London Sunday Junior Cup 
Good luck, 11-11. Let's rep it for the Hatley Marshes teams. Division 2 now sees HL All-Stars face off against Sunday FC. Limited Pros will face off against Gladstone Wanderers. And The Gun will face AFC Selwyn. Division 1 will see North East Lions face Stratford Juniors. Mateo will face Stoke Newington. Hackney Spartans will play Boundary Estate. CSM London will face off against Lucia All-Stars. And Azteca will face Navarino. And lastly, that leaves our Premier Division. So first up, Kingfisher will face City East FC. FC Neva will face Badu. That should be a very interesting game. FC Moldova will face off against Hackney Borough. And lastly, Dog Nake will face off against Mandizi. Again, a lot to go through this week. I do apologise for rambling on, but I want to make sure you guys are all updated with everything that happens in the Hackney and Leighton Sunday League. Thanks again for listening in and tuning in, and I'll see you guys next week. Game on, let's go. Hi everyone, if you don't already know by now, it's April from the Hackney and Leighton Sunday League. I say every week, a lot of results to get through, even more fixtures next week. If you're sick of my voice, fast forward through. If you're not and you actually want to find out what's happening with the Hackney and Leighton Sunday teams, listen up. So let's get started with the Prem division. So to start off, we had Badu FC, who faced off against City East. I know there's a little bit of rivalry between them two teams that stem back from way, way back. City East will say that Badu are their bookie team, a team that they haven't beat. And sadly, they couldn't do it this Sunday, as Badu were victorious with a 4-2 victory. Another three points for Badu, as who are already starting strong this season. Hopefully City East can get back into it as they suffer their first defeat. Next up, we have Hackney Borough against Dognake. Unfortunately, Dognake couldn't field a team, so that was a home walkover for Hackney Borough. Easy three points for them. Frustrating, everyone knows. Don't like it when teams forfeit. No one does, especially when you're a club in that division. Makes a bit of an unfair advantage, but it just means that other teams have got to step up. They've got to keep going, keep going, keep getting them points. And near on to the end of the season, that's when the table starts shifting, so anything can happen. Anyway, next up we have Kingfisher v Crondall. Crondall were victorious with a 3-0 win, unlucky to Kingfisher. Another three points in the bag for Crondall. Next up we have Mandizi, who faced off against FC Moldova. Mandizi got their win. With a 2-1 victory, so I know the guys over at Mandizi FC were ecstatic about that result. Commiserations to FC Moldova. Like I said, the Prem is a very tight division and quite an unexpected one. A few unexpected results over the past few weeks. And it doesn't surprise me if there's more surprise results coming up. Then lastly, in the Premier Division, we have Middlesbrough supporters who faced off against FC Neva. So, as everyone knows, I've said it loads of times, Middlesbrough are last season's champions. FC Neva were in the title race. Unfortunately, they didn't quite get there. FC Neva, strong start this season. 
and an even stronger result this week as they beat the previous champs Middlesbrough 5-3. So unlucky for Middlesbrough but great result for FC Neva. Moving on to Division 2 now. So our first game, we see Boca Albion face off against Atletico DFZ. Both had an okay start to the season. Half-time, it was 0-0. Then they still managed to keep it a draw between the two of them, but three goals each. I can imagine that second half was quite tasty. So each get a point. None of them got three points, but at least it's not a loss. So well done, Boca. Well done, Atletico DFZ. Free all draw. Next up, we have Caledonian Park, who faced Stoke Newton Youth. An amazing result for Caledonian Park, with a massive 11-0 victory. Commiserations to Stoke Newton Youth. A really unlucky day for them on Sunday, but well done, Caledonian Park. That's an amazing result. Next up, we have Clapton Community, who's had a strong start to the season. They faced off against rivals HL All-Stars. There's a lot of rivalry between these two teams, definitely like a local derby. Played them in the cup. Clapton Community were victorious. And again, even though HL really wanted the revenge in the league, Clapton Community were victorious with a 6-1 victory. So that's three points for Clapton Community. Lastly, in Division 2, we have Keys Athletic, who faced off against Gladstone Wanderers. Gladstone Wanderers were 1-0 up at half-time. Keys couldn't quite manage to get up and out in the second half of the game. Gladstone got the three points with a 2-0 victory. We had one cup game that showed in, which was... A Hatney and Leighton tie, so that was limited pros and the gun, both Hatney and Leighton teams, so it was sad when you get a Hatney and Leighton tie, not even just Hatney and Leighton, any league tie, because you know at least one of your clubs are definitely going to be going out, and the team that went through were the gun, they were 3-1 up at half time, limited pros just couldn't get it back, and the gun won 6-2, so the gunner into the next round, Unfortunately for limited pros, that is the end of their County Cup journey. Hopefully they can just focus on the league and focus on the league cups. Still can get some silverware. Welcome to this week's Maidstone and Red Kent Sunday Football League section of the Selk podcast. We start with a quick review of the Challenge Cup results from the 16th of October before looking at the results from this weekend just gone. So for the Challenge Cup, K-Sports go through having won 4-2 away at Aylesford Sunday Reserves. All four for sports came from Kane Butler and both Aylesford goals from Christian Trezebinski. Cox even Farley won 4-0 at home to Goudhouse United. Nick Townley, two for Toby Lawler and Bradley Nikelefak giving them the wing. Laybourne progressed with a 6-0 win against Ditton Miners, five goals from Jamie Sherlock and Frankie Collins with the other goal. Goals from Ben Smith, Lewis Wright and Oliver Chew gave Eccles a 3-0 win over Park Royal. And Victor Sunday won 3-1 away at IGS with goals from Reece Smith and William Terry, plus an own goal giving him the win. Ryan May getting the consolation for IGS. Laybourne Angels beat Langley 4-0 with goals from Josh Purvis, Thomas Richards 
and a brace from Robert Miles. Barming Youth needed penalties to beat Leybourne City after being tied 2-all in normal time. Ben Daly and Joshua Wall for Barming and Lewis Nichols and George Wilkins for City. Yalding and Laddingford reserves won 1-0 away at Maidstone Tempest. United 1948 won 14-1 against Parkwood. Gary Brown with a consolation goal for Jupiters and five for Stefan Florio amongst the standout for United, along with a hat-trick for Valerio Bordanio. A Harry Potter hat-trick and Josh Wilson goal helped Rubicon to victory over Aylesford. Snodland shared the goals around in the 11-0 win over Minter. Jack Marshall with a double hat-trick being the standout. And Vinters went through with a 3-1 win over Barming Blues. Joe Moss, Michael Hampton and Joe Terry for Vinters and Dylan Mulcahy with the Barming goal. Len Valley won 6-1 away at Yielding with goals from Will Gentle, Jason Parsons, Harry Peach, Thomas Wallace and a Brandon Holdsworth brace sealing in the win. Whitehorse progressed in the Sunday Junior Cup with a 5-2 win over East Morning Reserves. They needed extra time to get there and normal time goals for Whitehorse came from George Young with a brace and Jack Gauntlet and Charlie Hatton in reply for Morning. It was sealed in extra time by Zach and Jacob Walter before Bryn Passy finished off the scoring. Now onto this weekend just gone and we start with the Premier Division. United 1948 got off the mark in the league with a win over Langley Athletic with a 4-0 away victory. A brace for Stefan Florio, goal from Lucian Scarlett and Silvio Cibano sealing the win. A smalling carry on with their final league four with a 7-0 win at Rubicon. Six different scorers with a brace for Mackenzie Gardner and goals for Lees, Delph and Fincham, Jack Hislop, Perry Pointing and George Sibley. In Division 1, Snodland were 4-2 winners at Leybourne Angels. A hat-trick for Jack Marshall and Owen Holmes' goal. Liam Owen scoring for the Angels. Leybourne City went goal mad against Aylesford Reserves, winning 15-2. Four for Jordan Kosa, three for Luca Gorse, two each coming from George Davies and Callum Jeffrey, and Lewis Nichols, and a goal each for George Wilkins and Neo accordingly. Sutton Valance get off the mark with a win in Division 2, winning 2-1 away at Minter. The Minter goal coming from Chris Archer. Vinters won 5-0 versus Park Royal. A brace for Joe Sturrock. Goals from Harry Harding, Jamie Tilston and Joe Moss giving them the win. Eccles Sunday went to Yielding and Ladderford and came back with three points after a 4-0 win. A brace from Adam Budd and Matthew Hughes' goal plus an own goal giving them the win. In Division 3, Len Valley won 16-0 against Yielding and Ladderford reserves. A double hat-trick for Jason Parsons, four from Brandon Holdsworth, hat-trick from Matthew Spry and goals from Edward Gentle, Thomas Wallace and Harry Mason giving them the points. Walnut Wanderers won 5-3 against Maidstone Tempest, a Harry Puncher brace and Ryan and Joshua Reed goals for Wanderers, a Kieran Higgins hat-trick to no avail for Tempest. Invictor Sunday won 8-1 against Parkwood Jupiters, a William Terry hat-trick, Ron Ferguson brace, and goals each from Jamie Allen, William Holness and Reece Smith giving them the points. The Jupiters goal coming from Mike Allen. In the Challenge Cup, East Morley reserves needed penalties to defeat Kent Sands United after drawing 3-0 in normal time. 
two for Jack Gauntlet and a goal for Daniel Packman for Morning, and Scott Gilman and Adam Welch getting the Sands goals, plus an own goal. East Morning progressed 3-1 in the shootout. Two Plumstead Cup games to cover, and in the first, K-Sports won 7-0 against SE Niners, a brace each for Kane Butler and Harry Goldsmith, as well as goals from Daniel Baxter, Perry Cressy and Robbie Smith. Whitehorse also progressed with a 5-0 win over Southside Trojans. Now we focus on the fixtures for the final Sunday of October and we have three league fixtures with the rest of our clubs looking to avoid a scare in the cup as it's President's Cup Group A and B weekend. In Division 1, Aylesford Reserves will be looking to put this weekend behind them as they face Goudhurst United and Barming Youth face Eden Warning Reserves. Vinters face Coxie from Farley in Division 2. In the President's Cup, Group A, East Morning host Artois United, Rubicon Limerick play K-Sports, Snodland face Aylesford, and Whitehorse are at home to Labour City. In Group B, Eccles face Invictor Sunday, Len Valley host Ditton Miners, Maidstone Kestrels are at home to IGS, Maidstone Tempest face Parkwood Jupiters, Minter take on Kent Sands United, Park Royal face Sutton Valence, Walnut Wanderers play Yielding and Laddingford Reserves, and the final game is Yielding and Laddingford versus Laybourne. A full weekend of action for you, and we look forward to bringing you the results on next week's show. Thanks for listening, and until next week, may the ball roll kindly for you. Welcome to the Watford Sunday League podcast for games played on Sunday, the 23rd of October. It was a Sunday that was much affected by A, the weather, with some games being called off due to unfit pitches, and secondly, by the uh, big local championship derby game of Watford versus Luton Town. Therefore, we didn't have that many fixtures on Sunday that actually went ahead, with many teams obviously either unable to play or uh, with their players attending the Watford game, which was a 12 o'clock kickoff. Anyway, we did have some games, and starting in the Premier Division, reigning champions of North Watford recorded their second league victory of the season with a 2-0 win over Old Falarians, as they moved into third place in the table and remained unbeaten in only the the top flight in the only top flight fixture played this Sunday. North Watford took the lead very early in the game with their first attack. Carl Penny crossing for Ashley Lewis to get in front of his man and tap home. The second goal came after a perfectly placed free kick from Omar Fassell found Ashley Lewis unmarked. The keeper saved his first effort but was unable to keep out the rebound. In Division 1, it was five wins out of five for leaders Watford Sports as they hammered Langleyberry 8-1. The game was over as a contest by the break. The score Sports scored four times in a blistering opening half. 
Langleyberry did well to pull a goal back early in the second half from Finlay Reid, but four more goals followed from Sports. Taylor Kemp struck four times, with Harry Bennett hitting a hat-trick along with a single goal from Jake Millman. Hertfordshire Eagles were held to a 2-2 draw by Chelfont Saints after losing a 2-0 half-time lead. They went ahead after 25 minutes following an Ed Rogers corner that was headed home by Charlie Kimpton. The lead was doubled when Henry Gibbor pulled back the ball to Kimpton, who calmly slotted home. Jake Rodzer struck twice to bring the scores level, first from a well-struck free kick before netting the equaliser when Matt Jones set him up to score with an effort from around 30 yards out. In Division 2, the cross made it three wins out of three with a 4-0 away win over CF Fajetska. Raphael Wyadu netted a brace, supported by goals from Troy Norbert and Will Keddie. The game between St Joseph Reserves and Sparta Phoenix was abandoned just after the start of the second half due to the weather and state of the pitch. In Division 3, Inter scored five goals for the second week running, following on from their Hearts County Cup victory seven days ago, coming through a nine-goal thriller with Rio Rovers. Gabriel Casagrande hit a hat-trick, with the other goals coming from Dan Kenner and James Oldham. Jack Wilson replied with all four goals for Rio Rovers. Woodside Reserves moved to the top of the table after a 2-1 win over Brickywood Acorns. Josh Towell and Henry Hardman with the goals for Woodside, with Jack Micklewright replying for Acorns. That's it for this week's games, but I thought since we had some time, it would be good to just take a quick look at the divisions and how they currently stand after the first few weeks of the season. In the Premier Division, as you might have guessed, it's all up for grabs. Currently sitting top after five games with three wins, a draw and a loss, are St Joseph with ten points. Nicely placed in second place are WD Bushy after four games with three wins and just the one loss with nine points. And then third place are reigning champions North Watford after four games with two wins and two draws, on eight points. However, you can't also disregard fourth-placed Evergreen, who have only played three games, with two wins and one draw, are on seven points just behind the pack. You then have Casterby Rangers, who have played five and on seven points. SC Unicorn also played five on five points. Old Falarians played five on three points and unfortunately firmly rooted to the bottom of the table are Abbots Langley Club after five games with just the one draw 
and four losses and just a single point. In Division 1, it's pretty much a similar story. You have Watford Sports at the top after five games with five wins, 100% record and 15 points. Hertfordshire Eagles have played a couple more games at seven but are still not far behind, only two points on 13. Forza Watford have played five and they're on 10 points at this stage. Woodside have played four, and they're also on 10 points. Soccer have played five and sit mid-table at fifth with nine points. Langleybury have played six and have got seven points. Chalfont Saints have played five with five points. New club AFC Hatch End are eighth position, having played three and not managed to register a point yet. Also, as are Cheshire United and Watford Town, who have both played four games, but have yet to register a win or a point anywhere along the line. In Division 2, at the top we see Dunbar having played four games and won four, another 100% league record and therefore have 12 points. Just behind them are West Hearts, who have won three and lost one. They're on nine points. Then, having played three and won three, are the Cross on nine points, so they're well in touch. The Glen, having played four, have won two, drawn one and lost one, and sit on seven points. As are CF Fajetska, who have also played five and ended up with seven points. King George have played five and end up with seven points as well, as the Dunnings Bar. So it's pretty packed in that middle of the table on results and points. BBFC sit eighth, having played four and just got the four points from that, as have Francis George, exactly the same, four games played, four points. Then we have 10th and 2nd from bottom of Sparta Phoenix, yet to register a point on the board. And the same for St Joseph Reserves, who again have yet to register a point on the board. But strangely enough, yesterday had their match against Sparta Phoenix called off early in the second half whilst leading 5-1. So we'll need to see whether that game is replayed or the score stands. Finally, in Division 3, this table seems to change at the top after every game. Currently, sitting top of the table after five games are our Woodside Reserves, with three wins and two losses, nine points. Just below them on goal difference are Inter, with exact record of uh, five games played, three wins, two losses, nine points. In third place are Batchworth, four games played, two wins, a draw and a loss, seven points. Then we have Rickywood Acorns having played three, leaving them on six points with two wins and a loss. As are Chorley Wood Club, just below them. Again, three games played, two wins and one loss. 
PTH United are in seventh with four games played, two wins and two losses, six points. Rio Rovers played three, one one lost two, three points. Abbott's Wanderers played four, drawn one, lost three, one point, and then unfortunately at the bottom, new club AFC Watford having played three but yet to register a point on the board. That's it for this week's podcast, and we look back, uh, look forward rather to being back with you next week with reports on the games played on Sunday the 30th of October. Keep it simple. Get down to play today. The UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Searching for players? Searching for clubs? Find players and clubs near you right now on MatchHark. Playing football could never be easier. Download MatchHark on Google Play or visit our website at matchhark.com. Truly a great match. MatchHark. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.